The boys were called edgy. Told they'd never make it past five episodes. Here those podcast jerks are. Back for season two. The Boys in the Woods podcast. The show your mother warns you about and that your dad was hiding in the basement listening to. Get ready for the Boys in the Woods podcast. Oh, that's cool. Our recording box is different now, too. Hello, everyone, and thank you all again for clicking, liking, subscribing, listening, commenting. It's always fantastic. It's always nice to hear from you. Today, we have a fantastic guest. I don't know if you would be able to guess based off of the amount I've enjoyed the beef jerky and how much I've talked about it moving forward, but today's guest, the founder of Old Glory Beef Jerky, Ricky Kinzer. What's going on? Thank you so much for being with us. We greatly appreciate your time about as much as I appreciate the quality of that beef jerky. Fantastic <laughs> well, you, man. product, man. I can't tell you that I had mentioned it in the review, but the amount that I was able to, like, the, that I could taste the quality over the quantity mindset was just thank you. Thank you for being you. Let me throw that out there. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm glad you guys liked it, man. We like oh, that. It was so good. To jump into this a little bit, what made you think beef jerky? My father started making the original recipe like 20 plus years ago Yeah, out of the oven in the kitchen. And yeah, man, he just, he would make it and he finally perfected it over the last few years. And the whole neighborhood would smell it, it seemed like when he was making yeah. it and they just all wanted it. And uh yeah, we finally decided, decided last March to launch the company and try to get it out there. Nice. So last March was you when you actually launched the company. That's fantastic. Yeah. You guys are doing wonderful. The amount of traffic I see on the internet would not lead me to know that without looking into it. That, so you guys are doing absolutely wonderful. Yeah. When, when, it, when it came to the product selection... What was the most interesting part of that walking into it? Or did you know a little bit more about it walking into it? Was it just basically going down to your local meat market and going, yo, give me all this venison or yada, yada? Or did it end up becoming way more assembly line? Well, yeah, like I said, we started with the original and really didn't know much about it. We mm -hmm. just dove into it this last March and learned and figured out, like you said, go in and try a bunch of different beef jerkies, see what we liked and what we wanted to try and recreate in our own way. And that's what we did. And we only have the, we got five flavors now, but the four original flavors, we just thought they were unique or a couple of them were unique, like the Korean barbecue. Oh, you don't gosh. really see a lot of that one. Teriyaki is no. obviously not unique. That's right. pretty common, but... Right. Uh, you got to go with the teriyaki. There's two types of people in this world, original and teriyaki, and then we right. branch off to other flavors. Yeah, absolutely. Charles, Charles and I don't know much about this food world, but is there like a... Is there like a competition you can send your jerky off to to get submitted for... Because I see some bags got these like blue ribbon and like weird things on them, like something approved or whatever. Obviously, oh, the USDA has to approve it, but... Yeah, you can um, yeah. send it off for competition. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like our local like summer fair in oh, yeah. Orange County. Yeah. Um, you could submit it there. And we actually did that. But I think we got docked on improper packaging or something stupid. Well, like they, rate, they rated our jerky really well. Yeah. But we didn't get the blue ribbon because of the... 
way it was packaged. You know what it was? You know what it is? Charles and I are going to tell you what it was. It was the toothpick because you guys went above and beyond. So they, <laughs> you guys, you guys they don't want other really companies to have to start doing What yeah, led exactly. to the toothpick, bro? It was a what money thing. The toothpick? Just the, you guys know when you eat jerky, you get yeah. it stuck in your damn yeah. teeth. We just thought it would be a good idea. Dude, I went 27 seconds hard on a side mission appreciating that toothpick. As little <laughs> as it seemed as the consumer, that toothpick is literally like, that's what, that's something that would make me remember you from other beef jerkies. To be honest with you, it seems little, but I'm going to open up a beef jerky bank the rest of my life. And that is an old glory. You're going to look go, for it. You're going to be like, where's that toothpick? What is this stuff in there? Yeah. yeah. That's... I agree. I think it's great. We get a lot of great feedback on that tooth floss. Yeah, <laughs> that's so great. You got to TM that shit or something quick. Yeah. <laughs> I it. I'm. I know there's a, a few others that do it that are smaller. We are, but yeah, hopefully we can make it a little bigger. Go a little bigger, absolutely. I don't know. Yeah, it's you, that would be, it's it is Super companies. Bowl Sunday, and I think it'd be hilarious. Oh God, I wish you guys had the budget for it. It would make a fantastic. You guys can take this idea if you ever get big enough and you just remember it'd be like Charles and Patrick said this, a Super Bowl <laughs> commercial where you guys are eating beef jerky around like a campfire. You guys are fly fishing or doing something and the guy gets it stuck in his teeth and he's taking fishing line and he's trying to get the, the beef jerky out and his buddy opens a bag of old glory and he pulls out the freaking toothpick and he hands it to him and he starts cleaning out his teeth. Well I love one. that. That's a good That's one. That's great, man. I'll you don't even need it for the Super Bowl, bro. Just take that to your yeah, take TV that to your meeting. Yeah, that's gorgeous. Yeah, absolutely. that's a that's a good goal though. Way in the future, have yeah. the Super Bowl oh, yeah. commercial. Oh, uh, and honestly, from learning who you are as a company and your company statement via your website, oldglorybeefjerky.com, um, and then obviously finding out that I'm a veteran and you had, you pumped a little product. That, yeah, we really those appreciate you uh, sending those tips back to Charles and I. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you for your service, man. Oh, I appreciate it. This is it was the time of my life. Probably one of the most interesting things to me was the food. Yeah. I mean, I got to travel the world on the government dime, suckers. And I got <laughs> to eat food from all over the world. So <laughs> it's all paying for these vacations. All I had to do was a little PT, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right on, man. That's cool. So talking about food and continuing the topic what has become the most interesting part of old glory beef jerky to you the company the path the people what what has been the most unexpected interesting gain you've received so far honestly man like just the random paths that we're taking that just pop up like the rock crawling thing the yeah. king and the hammers race that yeah. we just did with uh our driver billy McAllister and his team that was really cool and not something that when we started i thought we'd be doing yeah so just things like that that's the biggest like event and sponsorship thing that we've done so far and let's, I, let's jump into that a little bit yeah, then because yeah, patrick has been telling bit. me about it and yeah I've, I've been I watching it i've been loving it it's fantastic i oh man non-stop now <laughs> Yeah, seeing it in person is totally different. I'm sure that's with anything, obviously, but God, when you're like standing right not the ocean or the up. Eiffel Tower, you close your eyes, it all looks the same. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, maybe those two things. But yeah, when you're standing next to those guys and they're 
going up those rocks. These rocks are, they're huge, man. Yeah. And uh, one instance, I was watching the race and they're going up this part of the course called Turkey Claw. And uh, one guy flipped over and he became an obstacle and everybody <laughs> started driving over him. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's gnarly. You can't make it's gnarly. That up. Oh yeah. my God. Now I want to go to one of these. Yeah. It's one of the gnarliest races in the world. Is what oh, man. Top five. Well, yeah, it, makes, it makes rally car look like kindergarten finger painting class. But yeah, this is yeah. like a whole nother level. We'll have to yeah, link right. up with Clint Espacito there and we'll boogie on down. Oh my God. <laughs> he's trying to get us out to Vegas to do his little super jumps, but I don't know. He's got, a buddy in, he's got a buddy in Nitro Circus. I think I told you. About oh. that. Uh, Clint's a good friend of the show. We, he's like one of our first guests that we ever had on, and we just became friends with him ever since. Oh, nice. I love Nitro Circus. Yeah. Dude, uh, I love Nitro Circus. love Nitro Circus. I talk about it a lot. I'm yeah. a big fan of Travis Pastrana, too. I've loved him yeah. since I was a kid. Yeah. So. Oh, there it is. We have liftoff Billy McAllister. Yeah. Is that the car number four five five eight? Oh, gorgeous! Yeah, that's a sweet picture, huh? Yeah, God, yeah. I'm finding this on. I'm sure you can find it on many socials. I'm on their Facebook page, Old Glory oh, we'll, Jerky. We'll definitely make yeah. sure you uh, send yeah. me some links there, some pages, and I'll link it all up. Too, we'll yeah. get some videos going on there. So, yeah. with the beef jerky, okay. So, the what led you to the Korean barbecue? Because I got to tell you, the, the I loved. I think that, that was so much. Yeah. I, I, I had my wife look up how to make it. It took her three days to acquire all the things from Amazon and Walmart, and it calculated into this glorious Korean barbecue steak and rice dinner that I had last night. So that is yeah. all because of y'all, and I greatly appreciate you. Well, I'm glad, man. Yeah, I don't know. We, I just really like Korean barbecue too. There's a few yeah. spots out by my house that me and my family go to and we just wanted to try and put that experience into jerky and i, I love I how like real life pretty your well. entire yeah i love how real life your your entire experience has been so far it, it has literally been a, a just a life path filled with love and effort and yeah. it's led you into this moment what did you yeah. do before the beef jerky came along i guess is what charles and i really were interested in was there anything in particular you were interested in before you well, got into the beef jerky thing yeah that's what i still do it's my bread and butter what feeds my family we do uh high-rise window cleaning and pressure washing oh man you are the people that i look up there and i'm like f that there's no way i would get up there and do that that's yeah. crazy. I forget that because we live in so a So being able to pull out some beef jerky yeah. 30, 40 stories up is legit. Yeah. No, if you go on our Instagram, one of the posts, I don't know, maybe if you scroll back a little bit, there's a picture of one of our one of our guys on the about to go over the side of the building. I see it right guys. here. Yes, February 3rd at 3.27 p.m. Yep. Shut oh, up. When you guys get to the top, you're not going to be afraid of the heights, right? Like anything, you get used to shit. I, when I was younger, I started when I was like 15 because it's family business. My yeah. dad started the company 30 plus years ago. When I first started, we did rappelling on a bosun's yeah. chair. So you're sitting yeah, on yeah. You know, a little wood plank or whatever and rappelling off the building. And 
I was always scared going over when we did that. And you'd do that like 10, 12 times a day. Every single time you go over the side, you just like, man, I hope, I hope this fucking thing holds me. <laughs> right. I, I hope somebody did their job right. Yeah. Golly. Now yeah. I feel like a pussy because I used to do drywall and I was like, this is a funny story. No, this is a short story, but I was in the, I was in the drywall union and I was wearing a five point harness on one of those, like, it's, I think it's like an 18 inch by 26 foot or 28 foot like plank. And I'm only about 15 feet in the air and I'm going up above my head like this. And I felt, I leaned back just a hair and my harness was up at the top of the little gurney thing clicked and it held me there. And I was like, like this. And I was like, I'm going to fall 15 feet. I'm going to break my legs. But I felt like I was going to die. And I screamed like a little fucking girl. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, falling you know, is scary. Yeah. Oh, until you hit the ground, it's not your problem anymore. Yeah. You better hope not. Yeah. <laughs> you better hope it works when you fall. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. You're just supposed to go limp. Is that a car crash? I can't remember which one. It is. I don't plan on testing either one of those two theories. So. Oh man, yeah, I've had some crazy experiences with being up there. Oh man, I bet. But the views you get, the views you get up there has got to be second to none. Pretty so up. it looks like beef jerky and y'all's life were paired to be. I, I also see a lot of outdoors activities for not only you but the company itself. Yep. Have you uh, have you looked into branching out into any youth hunts or anything along those lines in the sponsorship world? I haven't looked into that. We would love to. I'm not sure if that's something the whole country does. I know up in the UP, it was huge. We the youth hunts and youth fishes. They'd have. Oh yeah. Yeah. Weeks. Oh yeah. No, yeah. we have them over here in, in California, too. Yeah. I also have running water. I didn't mean to sound like I was living under <laughs> no. a rock. <laughs> no, I mean, I wouldn't know either. I, I got a washing machine, but... too. I don't I swear. <laughs> you're throwing yourself under the bus when you're talking. Hey, like man, that, listen, I, yeah. I spent all my money on these knickknacks, all right? No power, <laughs> no electricity. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Got to have the knickknacks. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. So hunting, hunting is something that as I looked you up on the internet, hunting has been really big. It's how is the California hunting? I mean, it's tough. I'm sure it is anywhere else. Yeah. A lot of restrictions for sure. Okay. Yeah. So no, in the UP, it's not, I just go up my backyard Yeah. So, for the most part. I need tags and shit, but uh, yeah. how have the yeah. restrictions hit? Uh, I guess the restrictions aren't that terrible crazy yeah it's just like certain regulations they have the uh, outlawing mountain lion hunting and bobcat hunting i think that's affected the deer population a little bit and yeah in this our is public, si same situation with wolves up here you guys got wolves up there oh, oh yeah. in the up yeah it was yeah. Yeah. yeah at one point somebody trapped two two wolves and brought them into um, Wayne County, made a YouTube video about it and all, because Michigan is, um, so you've got the Upper Peninsula and you've got the Lower Peninsula. And if you were right. looking at me, this would actually look like it, but the camera is switching. Yeah, we can see, you know, you're, it's your home there, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so, anywho, um, right. so yeah. this portion of Michigan has about 350,000 people, like the entire Upper Peninsula. Yeah. It might be close to 400,000. When you go into Wayne County here, just the county, You've got a couple million, right? Oh, okay. So whatever Wayne County votes, 
it doesn't matter what happens up here in the UP. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Trump so and everything, yeah. Below yeah. the bridge, they don't have a wolf problem. Above the bridge, we have a wolf problem. So below the bridge, PETA goes down and throws all these commercials about us killing baby wolves and using them for slippers. And then the vote comes around and everyone down there goes, no, you can't have a wolf hunt. Yeah. So old boy was like, you don't have a wolf problem. Now you do. And he they, they don't have to deal with it. Yeah. You want to hear something crazy? So he they had a wolf. <laughs> Did you hear about the wolf hunt, Charles, last year that they had or the year before? No. So they had a wolf hunt and it was a quota. And they had, I think it was like 185 tags. They tagged out in less than 24 hours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's a huge and they go, problem. and Peter goes, Oh, it's because they know where they are. I go, It don't matter if you know where a wolf is. I don't know how easy it is to just go track a wolf, but no, it, it, you can ask anybody. It's not that easy. No. Wolf no. hunting, I heard, is one of the hardest things ever to hunt. Yeah, go ask somebody in Idaho or well, Wyoming. The, the cool thing know. about it, too, is that if you're not careful, the hunter becomes the hunted very quickly. Oh, yeah. Well, very quickly. That's mountain yeah, lion. There's cougars. Yeah, yeah. We, we went yeah. when I was stationed up at Fairbanks, Alaska. Did a bunch of hunting up in Fairbanks, Alaska. Right we on. went black bear hunting. Never got one, but I'll never forget. We were up on Eagle Summit, and we were waltzing our way back down. And down in the valley, there was a, a black bear, and we were maybe a mile or so away. You can see when you're up there. Yeah, yeah. So we trekked our way through the thicket, made it down into the valley, and the bear was gone, like we had figured. But what we did not know was that, in fact, the bear just circled us and started following us. Uh, uh, I was like, oh, God damn. We're just going to keep walking. <laughs> that's yeah, just a black man. bear. That's a black <laughs> bear, not a grizzly. or. I don't care. A hungry bear, bear is a hungry bear. bear. Yeah, a bear is a bear. And if it had cubs, it didn't matter to me, man. Uh, that, it was, I yeah, don't think so. Yeah, I've seen him a few times out there when hunting, and it you know yeah. it gets you a little bit <laughs> I've, I've always said i've always said listen if we're in the woods i'm the perfect guy to go with because i'm not going to die tired y'all can run i'm going to turn around i'm going to fight whatever's coming yeah <laughs> looking you, at a bear you that have, close you have no choice we had yeah. brennan ralt on he was from gold rush and uh, charles told brennan that he was going to fight a freaking polar bear and yeah. Brennan goes, you know how big they are, right? <laughs> You're not going to win that fight. Charles is like, I don't care. I'm going down swinging. He goes, we ain't going to get too many swings in against the polar bear. <laughs> yeah, those things are more ruthless than Oh, yeah, Kirsten. way more ruthless. <laughs> but I, here we are. In this scenario, how many people do you know can outrun a bear? None. I don't think there's a single human on the planet that can. No. No. And I don't know what happens next. Do I have to be ready? Do I need a conserved energy? Maybe that run and all that affliction burst out some soul burst. And now I'm going to the other side, not rested. I'd rather he's, be rested. He's I obviously know what's in front of me. This could bear. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be like one of these people that get superhuman strength when crisis hits and he's just going to manhandle this. Boop him right board. in the nose. Who knows? That's how I said. Boop him right in the nose. That's how the, that's how the whole interview would go too. I'm not going to yeah. die tired. I turned around. I booped him in the nose. He ran away. I don't know what to tell you. That's all you got to do is boop them in the nose. <laughs> the nose. Yeah. It's like a universe. It works for sharks. What yeah. the hell? Hannah Barbana or whatever the hell. You're not going to be able to make a shark fall asleep. You know, and get a whale. <laughs> yeah, oh, I just want to pet that dog. I just want to pet that dog. <laughs> yeah, you pet that dog and that your hands inside of his mouth too. Um, <laughs> so grow, growing up, what was some of your favorite hunted meat? What was some of your favorite hunted game that would be cooked on the old stove outside of beef jerky? We, Growing beef jerky. up, I didn't yeah. hunt at all. I don't nope. come from a hunting family. I 
I just started about six years ago on my own with some buddies. Yeah. Like, but so I didn't really know much about game meat up until six years ago or so. Yeah. How's um, the venison taste? I love the venison. <laughs> I love venison. My freezer right he's, behind he's, here. He's not, he's Still not got a little meat it. left. Yeah. From the it's deer the, I got. Yeah. Being in LA or California, I'm sorry. There's more to California than just LA. I found yes, that out. My aunt yells at me all the time. She oh, lives up in North Cal. But uh, so what was some of your favorite eats? Growing up? Yeah. I was a simple kid, man. I liked grilled cheese and chicken yeah. nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't really veer out until maybe my early 20s. Obviously, I ate more than I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah, my yeah. teens, but... Like cheeseburger yeah, plain with some fries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, just like that. And obviously, steak. I've always loved steak. Yeah. yeah. Red meat, any red meat. But yeah, I don't know. I think I tried sushi when I was yeah. in my early 20s and didn't really care for it. No. And now I like it. I don't know. Shit really so well, that's how my that's how my youngest is because they moved to tampa and he's he's in like sushi central because he's like all these japanese places down there and i'm like he came up to wisconsin and stayed for a week and he's can we go get some sushi and i was like you really want to eat wisconsin sushi and he's like shrugging his shoulders like i've eaten worse i'm like i don't think you have. <laughs> oh, I do eat the gas station hard-boiled eggs. I'm that guy. Uh, do you? Yeah, yeah. I've never had a problem. Not one time have I ever had an issue. Uh, well, you check the bag and shit to make sure they nobody with it or nothing. But yeah, yeah. Did I tell you the story? We took him to the mine shaft, and it was all you can eat fish. Like we do fish fries, Wisconsin nuts are in Michigan. Oh, the mine shaft does an all you fish fry. Yeah, right. nine ninety nine, and he ate three, three and a half full plates, and then he ate. Mandy's three pieces on her plate that she couldn't finish from her second plate. So he must ate 23 pieces of fish. Cod. Jesus. Yeah. Y'all do fish fries He's down He's not a uh, fat kid either. He's 6'3, like 225. He's a football beast. player, though. Football yeah. player. Well, so he burns yeah, a lot yeah, of he yeah. burns a lot of energy just he, being sure. alive. Yeah. Literally waking up. He's like, I, wish, I, I, I need a shake. A quarter <laughs> of his ambition. In, like the Upper Peninsula, it was barbecues, cookouts, shit like that. Yeah. We would have fish fries, but in Wisconsin here, they love their supper clubs and our fish fries. So in, in California, what would be that that mirrored image? Where, 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 where the Friday night, you got to get there early or you, you can't get there at all? Shit, man. I don't know. I We don't really have any, like fish fries or anything like that yeah. i know of. i'm sure they're out there i see and, and again too though like the moment you drive into wisconsin all your signs about supper clubs and fish fries car dealerships and personal injury lawyers <laughs> we, we got in and out over here in and out burger that's the spot that you want to hit before i, I heard, heard just recently they closed their very first store ever yeah really yeah oakland i believe it was huh yeah, oh, or was it San Francisco? I think it San was Fran Fran oh, it was the Bay. I'm sorry. Yeah, because of the, the the some the craps going yeah. on in San. And I don't Fran. know if it's close oh. or just not opening for a little while. I think they just shut the doors because of the politics up there. Yeah, yeah, I, think yeah so. I, I guess yeah. crime's pretty bad. I didn't know much about it until that that Cash App dude ended up getting stabbed, and oh, then I, I yeah I started looking into it. Yeah, the founder of Cash App was like. Killed right outside his bank or something. Oh, no way. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't hear that. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I know it's I bad up there, though. I, I've heard a lot about yeah. that. I'm glad I'm far away from it. You know, the, it's it, it's so funny, too. California gets this this weird rep based well, off of... It's like, well-deserved in many ways. <laughs> <laughs> but that, yeah, the people that hate it are the people yeah, that probably yeah. pay the taxes. But, there's the, like, there's still, there's, but you run into the same issue we run into in Michigan. It doesn't matter what the rest of us vote. When you live yeah. in that highly populated area and yeah. you get two-thirds of them and it overtakes the rest of the country. Yeah. You know, it's and LA, it's San Francisco, yeah. you know, probably Grand, San Diego County. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Grand Rapids and Wayne County and shit i don't know what, what's that county grand rapids and that and the thing is charles that's not just a political thing because that's both sides of the parties they both oh, no yeah that. no i no, not to be yeah yeah yeah. and again to ensure thank you for bringing that up we're not and to talk specifically there, left that's, or right that's, that's the lifestyle just, that you're going to be accustomed with and that's just the way that life is if you're a common individual i, I feel like this is something we all have dealt with or know about or absolutely, absolutely. Did you know yeah. anybody that, that that did the old mass exodus though out of California to like Idaho or? I've or heard of quite a few people are moving from Cali to Texas. Yeah, yeah, I've Idaho. Got quite a few friends. Yeah. Have. yeah, 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 Idaho, Arizona, yeah, um, Colorado. I heard the northern tip of Idaho is really nice. I heard is it's it? yeah, yeah. I heard it's filled with forests. The rest of it, they said, we we went on, off it, on a whole episode. Boulder up there. It's cold. Yeah. Yeah. It's cold a little colder up there. Yeah. yeah. But off the top of your head, what comes from Idaho other than potatoes? <laughs> I was just going to say potatoes. Beans. <laughs> right. Mealy, so we had to deep dive Idaho, bro. I was like, what the hell's in Idaho? And apparently that northern tip is just like this hidden jungle gem. You'd be surprised. Nobody wants Charles. to talk about Idaho. Idaho is beautiful. Yeah. One of our largest customers beautiful. is in there. Oh, yeah. 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 I've driven through parts of it when. Yeah, visited there and purchase. Uh, there you go, Charles. Yeah. What's the most? What's the place that you would love to go back to that you visited? Then, not me. Anything you. in particular, Ricky? Oh, yeah, me? not me. You, Ricky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not me. Uh, yeah. The place I'd like to go back to is maybe Idaho. I've been to Costa Rica a few times. Oh that man, beautiful. Yeah. I would definitely go back there. But yeah, Idaho. We went to Ketchum, Idaho. I was actually in a band in high school, a punk rock band. Yeah, we, we toured the country, and so we got to see quite a bit of it. All right, Charles Idaho was probably my favorite place, to be honest. All right, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. I was I interrupted you, but I want to hear it. You were. A, I was. I was a big punk rock guy oh, growing up. Yeah. yeah. So I want to hear what were your influences then, if you for your band. Because I want to see if it, I'm older than Charles and we're obviously probably older than you. I don't know. I'm just going to take a wild guess, but I'm going to say you grew up probably in the early 2000s with different music than I grew up in. Cause I graduated in 2000. So I'm going to say you probably weren't newfound glory, AFI, any of these other bands. I'm going to assume yours is probably. I like AFI. They're early. Have you heard AFI's early shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're very proud of you. That album. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty good, dude. It's pretty punk, I feel yeah. like. But no, definitely not that. The see, pop punk. That was pop punk. And that right. was well, the only reason we were into it is because there was girls that were into it. We went to the Newfound Glory concerts to see the girls, the punk girls, the, the fake punk girls. Punk girls yeah. 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 I never got into Newfound Glory. No, yeah, their newer stuff, obviously, way more pop. Yeah. Punk, but their old stuff was pretty good. 
So who is your biggest influence as a band? And you guys were, what were you basing your music off of or trying to be, you had to have some kind of beat well, that you're trying to follow. Yeah. We listened, I listened to a lot of stuff like started, which I know they're not punk really. They're more pop punk alternative, whatever the offsprings, early stuff. The offspring. That's when I was really young. And then when I got into high school, I started diving into the Orange County punk scene, like the adolescents and yeah. the Vandals, Guttermouth. Guttermouth yeah. is probably my favorite punk band. And they were out of La Habra. And have you ever heard of them? Guttermouth? I, th I think I might have heard of them. Cause, yeah, because, oh, man, I really, I grew up with, oh, man, I don't even know. I had the Dead Kennedys, the Ramones, Black Flag. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the Sex Pistols even is yeah. that was the definition of gutter mouth is a foul mouth person. Yeah, <laughs> they are they are very foul, man. We did a, a U.S. tour with them, and they're they're wild. They're yeah. wild. Formed band. in 1989 in Huntington Beach, California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're still I don't active. Know why I say that, but oh yeah, they're still out there. They still play. Yeah, so. nice. But yeah, stuff like that. Dead Kennedys, I love them too. Black yeah. Flag, of course, you know, all the, it's hard to think of all of them because that was more like, I still love punk, but high school, that was when I was like really into it, yeah. drawing the, their logos in my notebook and stuff. And Trapper Keeper? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but that's cool, man. I like that's that. Fa that's fantastic. So... Any new projects or topics on the horizon for uh, old Glory Beef Jerky? Not. We're going to try and get out to as many events as we can this year. And like we're still so young in the game. We don't have a ton of capital to yeah. sponsor things and do yeah. that. But we will when we can. Yeah. I'm hoping to be a part of the Mint 400 in Vegas this year, which is in March. That's another off-road race out there and just more stuff like that i've noticed that the off-road world is taking quite a liking to our jerky and our just what we are yeah before so you gotta then. try and push that honestly more. man from from talking with you and deep diving yeah y'all's product if you give anybody five minutes they're gonna enjoy you as a person and they're going to love your product 100 percent. thank you man yeah yeah i hope so <laughs> Yeah, a question for him. You, you go out there as a sponsored, you're sponsored your vehicle. You guys go out there. You got you were telling me here he was trying to Charles, he was trying to do it from the tent. He was like, I'm just, <laughs> gonna be out there watching the race, and he was like, I'll just do the podcast episode out here. He's like, I don't know how the reception is gonna be. But... That would have been a really bad idea. I yeah, mean, I, I wasn't even getting messages or phone calls when I was there. All right. Yeah. I, I had a question for you, though. I was like, you get to go there. And if Charles and I were to go to one of these events, because you obviously are going to be like, you've got your credentials, your tags and stuff. Charles and I are IAPP accredited. We have we're international press photographer certified. We've got the plaques are up you? there. We're legit. Yeah. We're legit. hundred percent. If we were to go there and try to interview somebody, how hard would it be for us to? Yeah. How hard would it be for us to get <laughs> nice. in? Yeah. I, that's interesting question. Cause I, will, I wanted to look into that, too, for next year, like getting yeah. a, a media press pass. Sure. Because there are, like, limitations, obviously, sure. for spectators. You get yeah. to be, like, right next to the cars with a media pass. 
Yeah. I'm not sure how hard it would be, but I'll definitely look into it. Well, I just didn't know how accessible like the drivers were. Like if they're just walking around and you could just be like, hey, could I have a second? And just talk to them like without cameras in their face, just getting a little audio from them. Because we don't like shoving cameras in people's faces either. Yeah. Trying to get information. Yeah. But if you've got a microphone, you're saying, hey, man, five minutes of your time or two minutes of your time. I just want to get a little sound bite from you. And yeah, most people are okay with that as long as you're not shoving cameras in their faces. But it would just be like a timing thing. Those guys and their crews are like working year work. round for that yeah. race. They're like working on their cars, yeah. these million dollar cars. Those cars Crazy. are a million dollars to start out at. So they're in the zone, but I'm sure it's possible. Like I had a pit crew pass because I was with my team. Yeah. So we were able to access that area which all the drivers go through you're right there on the starting line with all the cars i was walking right next to all the cars on the line so it's definitely a possibility you can get that pit crew pass and a media pass and go in there and just i'm sure there's some dudes that would be totally cool with that yeah yeah i generally just just, walk around like i'm supposed to be there yeah. If yeah, I'm not and cool. somebody notices me, they tell me to go somewhere else. Nothing else really happens. I just, you just gotta keep trying, dude. Yeah. I, I rode around with uh, my hunting backpack full of beef jerky that whole weekend, riding around on my little, I have a little pit bike. Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, motorcycle. Yeah. yeah. And I just ride through the pits and just scan and see what people looked like they might be interested. And I'd stop and pull out a bag of beef jerky, say, hey, nice. man, you want to try? This jerky, yeah, yeah. I love Charles, it, man. Charles and, uh, really like the Korean, huh? Ah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, gonna say right now, and I'm thinking about putting in a. I'm gonna put in another order here after this. The, we were just on another podcast. We were talking about you. Oh, oh boy, we're, yeah, on, yeah. Old oh, boy yeah. gets on the website, buys a couple bags. We're like, hell yeah! <laughs> nice. There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah we love it, man. We really do. Guys. We enjoy your product. We enjoy who you are as a person. Your mission behind it. The story behind it. It's all really been a wonderful moment in my life. I, awesome. I enjoy good people. So. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Patrick, did you have any more questions? We're wrapping up on the bar uh, here. No, I guess the only question I got is just, you said that you've got the team going. You guys are planning another event. You want to get to another one of these races here in uh, March, you said. Let us know how that goes, man, for sure. Keep in touch and get me all those links. And Charles and I will be f- absolutely keeping the old glory beef jerky promos and stuff on there because we love it yeah. Yeah. sounds good man yeah, yeah anybody who supports veterans I, I i we support to the moon and back no questions asked oh yeah so, right on. Um, we definitely look forward to that i want to give you a moment to in your own voice tell people where to find you and also your your main project there too if you want to give that a shout out please do you can find us on oldglorybeefjerky.com Instagram, Old Glory Beef Jerky, Facebook, Old Glory Beef Jerky. You could purchase the bags on the Instagram store or Facebook store or the website, obviously. And then we'll get a promo code going for Boys in the Wood and for all the listeners. We appreciate that. We appreciate that. We appreciate you to the moon and back. And if you ever need anything at all from us ever, please don't hesitate to reach out. We will absolutely accommodate that the best we can. Um, Right on. Appreciate you guys. Hell yeah, Ricky. Thank you so much. Big shout out to you, your company, your dad. A huge shout out to your dad. Give that old man uh, a big old hug for me. Give him a big hug. Okay, give him a big old hug for me and tell him thank you so much for this wonderful product. We appreciate it. We'll do, man. Windows clean, too. Yeah, (laughs) those windows, man. Hell yeah. Thanks for doing what others won't. 
Yeah. Well, we'll talk about to the moon and back. My window's dirty. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No worries, man. We appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you, man.